0: So, welcome back again to Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Healy. Uh Lorraine Buckley is still here with me in the studio. And this morning, because it's Vocation Sunday, we said we'd try and get a reflection for us all to uh, maybe bring to our minds what Vocation Sunday is all about and what vacations are all about. I know it covers a, a whole range of of uh, ideas. But uh, delighted to welcome to the studio uh, Father Chris O'Donnell from the Pastoral Centre in Newcastle uh, in Limerick. Good morning, Father.
1: Good morning, John. How are you doing? And good morning, Lorraine. Good morning, Father Chris. How are you? Not too bad at all, thanks. Good. Run off your feet at this stage, I'd Oh, well, no, sir. Sure keep me quiet. So,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bother to you anyway, Father. Father, this morning uh, we, we just said we'd uh, like to give the listeners a little bit of an insight into vocations when it's all about Now, I know it covers the traditional way it used to be. People were thinking about vocations to the priesthood and, and religious life and so on and so forth, but I'm sure vocations covers a whole gambit of ways in which the Holy Spirit calls us all to serve God. Exactly. Could, could you Start off, Father, maybe, and your own reflections on it.
1: Well, I suppose just pretty much to back up what you've said, vocation. It's it's uh, a word that covers an awful, awful lot. Like it, even the Latin vocare. It comes from a Latin word vocare, which means to call, to be called. Mm-hmm. And that sense that every single one of us in the church are called. You mm-hmm. know, we're all called. Uh, unfortunately, I suppose there was a tendency to to view vocation as something to do with priests and nuns and religious. Mm -hmm. That was an awful sad thing in many ways, because really the priests and nuns and religious, we only make up 1% of the church. And if we view vocation as that, it's like only 1% of people are called. The reality is, a uh, vocation is for everyone. Every single one of us is called in some way. And that call, like any call, it prompts in us uh, a, a response, or, you know, like any call in life, we're, we're to called to try and respond. So it's something I suppose we spend our lives trying to wrestle with and see what God wants of us. It's basically ingrained in, in the belief that every single one of us is here for a reason. And we may spend our lives trying to unravel that and find that and wrestle with it, but that every single one of us have a purpose and that we were created out of love and we were created to love in a, in, in a very special way, in a way that no one else quite can do it because nobody else has been exactly like us before. So ultimately, the call really is to love. And it's not so much sometimes about what we do; it's who we are, mm-hmm. and to be grow grow as best we can, and into seeing if we can become more of a loving person every day. So whether we do that as a mother, or as a father, or as a student, as a a granny or a granddad, or a, a priest or a doctor or a nurse or a, a barman, it it that's kind of really our response yeah. to a call. Mm-hmm. So it's responding to something that's within us uh that's a gift or that's a call and trying to make sense of that after and, and that's not always easy either. But ultimately it's a call to love and and that's what we're we're to try and do as best we can to be people of love. Yeah.
2: I, I love that um, that little line from Pope Benedict's inauguration speech and he said that every person is willed, every person is loved and every person is necessary. And it's kind of tapping into that idea, Father Grace, isn't it? it oh, you know?
1: totally. It, it's a sense and it's, it's important for us because I suppose we live at a time when we're all struggling to find meaning and purpose at stages in our lives. And to know that actually, like you say, everyone is willed and necessary mm we're here for a reason, a very uh, personal and specific reason, and that only we can, there's a certain amount or a specific type of love that only we can give and bring to the world, and that's our goal. And somehow in in listening to that call, in finding that call in trying to see where it's leading us, somehow in the midst of that, we will find our true self, and our true self ultimately will be our best self. And in that, hopefully, there will be fulfillment. It won't come without cost and struggle and all that goes with it, but ultimately somewhere in the midst of searching for what it is uh, we're here for will be our sense of fulfillment and meaning and purpose and love, hopefully.
0: And you did mention struggle there, Father, you know, and I suppose it's a constant struggle throughout life trying to find out what does God want me to do with my life now?
1: I struggle with that fairly right? <laughs> and I suppose I, one of the things I, 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 the Pope has issued a message for the. It's the forty nine forty ninth World Day of Prayer for vocations today, you know, mm. and and in that he talks about various things, and I read it and I kind of smile because there's so much of it that's so true, mm-hmm. and obviously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking the Pope; it's it's, ver- <laughs> yeah. it's very true and very good, but uh so much then that i kind of go look that wasn't me mm-hmm. like for me there was a massive wrestling a massive resistance a massive struggle it makes no sense it made no sense it still makes no sense and it's going to be an ongoing struggle and an ongoing wrestling and an ongoing but that's call call isn't a, a one off thing it's an everyday thing uh And it's not just about what we do in life, it's about how we live every minute of every day as well. Mm. So for me, definitely it takes you by surprise, it brings you places where you wouldn't want to go. And if anyone had mentioned to me that I'd be on the radio talking about vocation, I would have laughed at them at one stage in my (laughs) life, you know. So it definitely can be a struggle and and a mystery as well as everything else, you know.
0: And i say we can't do it by ourselves, Father, you know. I mean, prayer was obviously form a, a big part in it, in that struggle. It,
1: it, it does, it does, and it mightn't be our prayer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be very conscious, because I, I suppose just in reading what the Pope said, he was saying about, yeah, that a person who's trying to find their way, you know, it's their prayer. But it definitely wasn't uh, my prayer, I, I was a person of prayer, but not as as I like to be now. But other people's prayer and and then ultimately a vocation in my sense now can only be sustained and nourished by prayer. But just on I remember Saint Joseph's Young Priest Society and the diocese are very strong trying to support and pray for vocations and every time, I, uh, you know, you'd be greeted or met by them, they'd say, you know, we're praying for you, you know. And that was lovely, but there was always a side of me going, stop praying, <laughs> please. Because uh, if you could stop praying, maybe it'll be easier for me to run <laughs> to the hills, which really I wanted to do for 90 percent of the uh, time, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, and speaking about St. Joseph Young Place Society, of course, every year they, they, they put on a, a beautiful... Um, a prayer service there in uh, Raheem, isn't that right? They do indeed, yes. So so that would have happened yesterday, like, of course, so, yeah. o- so obviously uh, for the people who would have uh, gone to that, they said it would have witnessed um, St. Joseph Young Peace Society in action where really they do pray there. I mean, there's lots of meetings going on in various parishes to pray for vocations to the you know, to priesthood and help out those those guys who maybe uh, whose parents find it a find struggle financially, uh, as well as uh, spiritually, as well as you said yourself, and of course, I suppose these days, whereas uh, pre- in previous sort of generations there was lots of people um following maybe the advice of their mothers and maybe being pushed by their mothers into priesthood religious life, that doesn't happen these days i, I uh, from from what I believe vocations um or people usually present themselves. Uh, much later on in life, is that right? Well,
1: it is. That seems to be the trend at the moment as well, that uh, people present themselves maybe after being working for a while or being Mm. out in the world for a while and things like that. I I don't know, does it mean it's any better? It's not a call. is a call whether it's responded to at 18 or whether it's responded to at 80. But, yeah, the profile of those who are responding to the call to priesthood anyway, it's definitely... Uh, people who've worked for a while and going in with that life experience. Now people will say to me, "God, yes, yeah, so much better." Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I'm slow to say that because that's almost like dismissing that an eighteen-year-old can't mm-hmm. be kind of totally inside what he's called to lie. I would have mm-hmm. been in college uh, amazed by the younger lads going fair use to them, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think. Like everything in life, vocation and love, we're not all ready for it at the same times, you know. So, while it does seem to be happening older and older for fellas, it doesn't mean that someone who's eighteen mightn't feel that. Look, I have to do this, and I have to do it now because it's in me now. So, mm-hmm. it's a whole mixture of things.
2: I guess that's the same as the person you know who grows up and knows from the age of eight what they want yeah. to be,
1: mm-hmm. and they're settled,
2: and they're you know that's what they want to be, and it's who they want to be. And yet you still have some people like myself who's in their mid thirties kind of struggling and still wondering yeah. who and what they're going to be.
1: And I, like, I think both are so equally valid. Like, mm. we, we look, You look, you know, you tend to look at a little an envy on those because I know, for example, I've chatted to a lot of students who are starting their leaving and in a couple of weeks and they're saying to me, I, I don't know what I want to do. Mm. And you're going, that's so natural. I says, Most of us as adults still don't know what we exactly. want to do <laughs> yeah. and we're in things. Uh, but not to let it weigh you down. And I said, I know it must be hard because you have sisters and brothers who knew what they wanted to do from the moment they could talk. Mm -hmm. So we're all so different. But equally like that it keeps evolving and there's something very honest about being able to say look i'm i'm you know at whatever age and i'm still not sure i'm in what i'm meant to be in mm. so it, it's good to be open to that and i think that's the plus of our society now before if you started as as a, a nurse or a, uh, an engineer or whatever it was you kind of that was it you finished out of that Whereas now we're a lot more open to the fact that people, you know, can find their way in different paths and that's healthy really. You mm-hmm.
2: know. And I suppose as well you would have callings within callings. Exactly. Like, you know, you might be called to the priesthood and then you might be called to a particular ministry within the priesthood. Yeah.
1: And like, and even ways of being a priest, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're called to the orders where you you live in community, maybe you're called to diocesan. It's like every calling, there'll be kind of nuances that are specific for yourself. But unfortunately, I suppose, in the midst of what we do sometimes, we're too busy to know that we're being prodded and nudged Mm -hmm. and cajoled to a certain way because we're caught up with the work and there's not as much time or silence for us to actually listen to the call anymore, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. If you had somebody who came to you this morning, Father Chris, and was kind of wondering, is God calling me to whatever particular vocation it might be, what advice would you give them?
1: Run for the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Castle Tri College there on, on Monday, and they asked the same question, and, and like I joke about run for the mm-hmm.
3: hills, yeah.
1: like it's like if if i'd see myself well, not but i'd see myself as a parent would see a child coming mm-hmm. to them, their mm-hmm. youngster, so here's someone coming that you know and you love, and they're saying to you, I want to do what you do, and if you're a parent that's kind of working in a profession that you know is god it's not an easy profession, or oh my mm-hmm. God, this will stretch them more than than they know so you will obviously tell you know advise your youngsters you know think about it I, it's it's tough it's hard it's whatever mm-hmm. so i must admit in light of how the church is now and mm-hmm. and how few priests there are and things like that uh the, the structure to which anyone is coming into uh, uh with their vocation you know it's going to stretch them more than you'd like it to mm-hmm. you know you know it's not not going to be easy you know they're going to face challenges and all that but the bigger thing is that's all there if someone is called you have to honor that call Mm -hmm. and that's my goal no matter what if someone presents you, you say you know there may be something in this it may make no sense to you but you may not find fulfillment you may not find peace you may not find your true self until you follow this call until you honor this call so even though i may have many many fears and anxieties for the person who presents themselves and in many ways i wish that you know they could be spared possibly what could be difficult equally i know If God is calling this person, we have to respond and we have to encourage and we have to support and sustain and kind of give give them as much support and and encouragement as we can because you cannot but honor the fact that they they are being called. And if someone presents themselves, they've probably wrestled with it Mm. for long enough So they are to be welcomed and to be congratulated, really, that in the midst of all that's going on, they've been able to soul search and realize there's something stirring in me that's directing me this path. And my big thing is, yes, there'd be fears and anxieties but you respond to that call and you cherish it, you know.
2: Absolutely, and I love that idea, you know, that it's it's in whatever vocation we may be called to that we find our true and best self because that is why God created us.
1: Yeah, and that can be the struggle, like, mm. you know, uh, I suppose there's this we all want to be happy, you
2: mm-hmm. know, mm. everyone.
1: That's all we want. And it's a beautiful wish to wish for someone, you know, to go, God, I hope they can be happy. Mm. And it's—it's it's, there's something profound about it. But equally, I know when I was struggling and still struggle, will constantly struggle with this. And that's a healthy way to view it, I suppose. But uh, people who go look as long as you're happy and you're in the midst of that struggle going but I don't know mm. I don't know am mm-hmm. I happy where is happiness for me is happiness actually what this is about and ultimately happiness I suppose is is something that's caused it comes from outside ourselves whereas it's more joy Mm -hmm. Uh, which is uncaused a bit like peace it's something that's within us that's uncaused that nothing outside us causes but we actually have within ourselves so it's somehow trying to connect up with something in us the the truest part of ourselves where there is joy or there is peace and where we we find our our true self but that again can be a journey that brings us many paths and many struggles because it's not black and white and we don't get any real replies from God, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any tangible ones. I remember in Maynooth, uh we had a lovely professor and I spent my time struggling going, is this for me or not? And, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he talked about the beauty of Mary being called by the angel Gabriel, you know, to give mm-hmm. birth. And then the, but I said, yeah, but the angel gave her a sign you know yeah. the angel said your cousin elizabeth is is going to have a son and uh, then obviously mary met elizabeth and elizabeth was going to have a child so she knew okay this is authentic this is real and i says we don't get signs
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, w- I want something in writing
2: i want a text message
1: yeah i want that <laughs> voice and like friends used to say so you got the call i know and they had this magical sense mm-hmm. that somehow some way there was this moment in my life when a shaft of light (laughs) just shone down on me and a voice said chris i want you and and so it was that straightforward and that Mm -hmm. clear and and that powerful and yet what people don't know is a call is something that's so delicate and so quiet and and something that we can't make sense of it's a niggling doubt, it's a gnawing in our our lives it draws us towards something. so to be honest, we'll never make sense of it, but you just try and hope people will be able to find space in their lives to see is there something in particular I'm drawn to or I'm called to in the hope that that's where they'll find their true self, you know.
0: Father, thank you very much indeed for joining us this morning and uh, and really giving us all that little bit of hope that there is struggle, the struggle for all of us, and and it doesn't stop.
1: Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that is source of hope <laughs> or did, would that drive you to despair. Uh, yeah, but or, but, or, but we'll I think it's go. more real, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, that that in life it's not ever going to be plain sailing, but hopefully we'll find enough peace in what we do mm-hmm. to keep going at what maybe we're meant to be
2: doing. Yeah, you know? exactly. But I think, as you said, I think it's more honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the last thing, I, I would definitely not be true to myself and 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 the constant wrestling and soul searching I do to present it any other way, but and mm-hmm. yet at the same time to say, yeah, uh, there is something magical in, in that we're all called, and we're all called to love, love God, love neighbour, and somehow in doing all that, we will find our, our truest and our best self. Please, God.
3: Father
0: Chris, thank you very much. No somebody. bothers,
1: no bothers. Thank we,
0: we, we might just go out now with a piece of music. Uh, I did. Uh, it's, it's from the Vocation song. Um, it was uh, composed by Mary Dunn, sung by Patricia Burke, and it's entitled you'll be my witnesses. Again, thanks, Father. God bless
1: you. Thanks very much.
3: Just as his spirit came upon me, No, no people.